hit record. Mm-hmm. This is all coming through the bloody mics. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Let me just get a chip <clears throat> in my mouth. So are you going straight <clears throat> into garage band? <clears throat> my goodness, I am. Yep. And then do you? Oh, I'll ask you afterwards. It's not relevant. <laughs> I don't know. This is good content. <laughs> do you want to support yeah, production? It really stuff? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Let's kick it off. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and... We're back! After, well, maybe even close to a month We're off, back. back! You thought we were dead, you idiots, we're not. We're back, back again. Yep. Guess who's back? We are back, <laughs> as the lyric goes. <laughs> Guess who's back? Yeah. We are back. back. Yeah. Back, back, back. back, back. back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How I, are you, Ben? I did a, um, a silly thing before this show... When you're going to record with uh, a good friend and a relative stranger, um, you know, in a reasonably small room, yep. going to the gym directly beforehand is actually quite poor etiquette. Our guest and I have is done that. sagely nodding his yeah. head mm. as though because he runs a podcast himself, he knows. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. Mark Maron. We've got. Mark Maron. <laughs> we doing this really? <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you're 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 a sweaty pig. I'm a sweaty little pig. Uh, but I'm, we're I'm all. A, we are all constantly aware on this podcast and in your life of how disgusting your life habits are. Uh-huh. And so you going to the gym, I think we would all applaud that. You're making healthy life choices. You're making an Isn't active lifestyle. Isn't that bad lifestyle. that like, the, after, the after product, the afterbirth of me doing something healthy is something quite disgusting? <laughs> like, that seems bad. Should we introduce our guest? We should. Uh, this is a person who I'm very excited for a number of reasons. Uh, we, he and I recently uh, did the Splitter in the Grass comedy thing, which was really fun. Uh, he's been... Uh, a friend, and he's part of a uh, very funny movie podcast he does with Henry Stone, friend of the show. Yep. And Alexi Toliopoulos. Uh, he's fine. I don't know him. I don't know him at all. <laughs> I'm not being a dick. I just don't know Alexi. I'm doing his comedy room next week. It should be fun. Uh, no, you, not anymore, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Uh, it's Cameron James. Hello, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's great. Thanks We're for having very me. Very excited to have uh, you here. It's good to have you as a friend. Good to have you as a relative stranger, yep, Ben. Yep. It's great to, to finally knock it out. Knock right. it out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really glad we finally got to chat. Yeah, this has been great. It's been really nice. Right, see you later, guys. You've, right. you've partaken of the avocado dip and chips. Mm-hmm. Let's do this yep. efficiently. What is the snack report this week, Ben Jenkins? Um, I decided to go uh, something that you could enjoy, Hing, which is some avocado dip and some Smith's Classic Plain Chips. Don't want to crowd out the flavour too much there. The avocado dip doesn't need anything to go with it, really. So really, the the, the chips are just a conduit for the... The thickness of the dip, the viscosity of the dip, compared with the strength of the chips, has meant you've just got a lot of broken chips. A lot of broken chips. Mm. It's like a chip graveyard. Yeah, and as Cam pointed out, also the consistency of the dip is quite inconsistent. Which is odd for the consistency of something. <laughs> Which is an amazing rap yeah. lyric, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like you've got, you've got like quite hard chip snaring bits, and then you've got quite watery bits, which Cam described earlier as it's like you've struck avocado oil, which is true. <laughs> it's, it's a bit unsettling. Um, but I've checked, and it's not, it's not past its use-by date. And you so. have also provided... Just the classic snack. Um, dare I say probably the flagship snack of the podcast. Um, <laughs> flagship snack. <laughs> Which is runts. <laughs> runts made by the good people at Wonka. And, um, <laughs> hey, Cam, do, uh, on your podcast, do you guys insist on eating to the chagrin of your listeners? <laughs> we, insist on, uh, we insist on always plugging the Lord Gladstone Hotel because <laughs> I think that's the only food that we've eaten around this podcast time. But this, is this really the flagship snack, the runt? Listeners yeah. can hear it. It's, a very, it's, a, it's, a, it's got great... Like, Cam, there are, there are two things that really need to make a snack for me. Sure. Um, 
Well, it's got it's got to be tasty, obviously. Absolutely, I'm not, I'm not, here, I'm not here for a fucking haircut. It's got to be tasty. You're here for a snack, but it's also got to be irritatingly loud for our listeners. <laughs> and the act of eating a runt isn't loud, but the act of sort of accessing a runt <laughs> yeah, is extremely sure. difficult to do with any subtlety. I mean, I like my snacks to rhyme with swear words. Sure, <laughs> tick tick. Yep, and I also like them to take up most of my concentration when I'm trying to eat them softly and quietly. Yep, yep. So, no, you also a like one them, snack is the runt for me. Do you also like them to be made entirely out of sugar, but in the shape of fruit, <laughs> as an affront to fruit? Yeah, to trick you. Yeah. I, like um, to, I like to trick my little brain. And some of them are shaped like, I don't know what... Fruits this, that this don't one, exist? It's purple and it's oval shaped. I don't know what it's supposed to be. What's it's interesting not about them is that they are shaped like fruits, but they are not relative sizes to each other. For example, the apple one is like maybe a third the size of the gigantic banana one, yeah. which, is, which in real life would be like three feet long. Yeah. Um, I like to pretend I'm a giant while I'm eating them. <laughs> Benjamin. Yes. Uh, you have something to talk about because yeah. you have been, we, we've been unable to record the last couple of weeks, uh, in part because I've been away, in part because you've been busy. What have, what's been happening? What are the big changes in your life? I, you know how you said that my uh, day-to-day sort of living habits, I think you said, which mm. is just living, really, yeah. <laughs> um, is appalling. I think the only thing keeping me from being... A disgusting garbage monster. Yeah, was... My words. Was my wonderful wife, Anya, who has actually left the country... Um, to escape your to escape. horrible habits. Yeah. Uh, and she, she's in New York right now, and I'm, not gonna actually, I'm actually not going to see her for another three months or so. And it is amazing how quickly I, I just fell off the cliff. Just descend into chaos and madness. Oh, I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. How long has she been away for now? Like... Two weeks. And that's all it took? That's really all it took. It's so so funny. Like, I've been like, I've been like thinking like, I can just, I can just eat like pizza every night. Yep. Like, I'm like a fucking toddler. And it's like, and then like when I did it like a couple of nights in a row, I was like, oh, the reason that Anya says I shouldn't do this is not. Like because she doesn't hate me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because this is an objectively terrible yeah. thing to do. Have you ever found yourself in a conversation with Anya where you said, "Shut up, Mom"? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's a little bit of that. Um, what, what, so, how low have you sunk? What is like the depth of the depravity that you've sunk to? Um, actually, last night I um I ordered a pizza. Um, <laughs> and then another pizza, and then I, I made a, a pizza sandwich. I ordered a pizza and two types of garlic bread. Oh, um, boy. Garlic and herb. Yeah. Or garlic bread and, and garlic then, squares. And then I realised... <laughs> <laughs> You're a man who's been down this path before. I've seen all the signs. These yeah. guys have yeah. seen some things. Oh, boy. I like, I like my garlic bread to be in, in different shapes. Oh, no. Um, no and then I realised that I um, didn't have any cash on me. And I didn't know if the guy would have it, have FPOS. And so I went to my coin jar and got like $30 worth of coins. <laughs> and when the guy like rung the bell to my apartment, I greeted him with like a baggie full of coins. And he was like, is your mother home? Because <laughs> I mean, pizza is often delivered on a moped or a motorcycle. And yeah. that, that kind of weighty coin would undoubtedly throw off his center of balance. Yeah, he died horribly injured this man now. I yeah. did give him like a $6 tip. How much was the actual... $30. And so you spent $36 or $30, $30 including $36. Right, okay. Yeah. Do you want a pat on the back for that? I don't know. I don't that, know, maybe. I mean, that's a 20% tip. Hey, do you want a runt for that? Yeah. Thank you. Good folly, everybody. It sounds like we have um, very similar vices because I do the same thing whenever my girlfriend's away or yeah, whenever right. I'm away from my girlfriend. It's not... You know, some guys, maybe they drink a lot or they mm. 
start doing cocaine or smoking lots of weed or whatever, my vices are immediately like, all right, where's the nearest bakery? Yeah. Um, yeah. How many pizzas can I order? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, do you live with your girlfriend, Cam? Yeah, I do. And yeah. is she uh, a reasonably healthy young lady? Yeah, we both are. We're both doing this diet, this fast, the two-day, five-day fast. Oh, two, two, five. Uh-huh. What is, how, does that, how does that work? It works. And where do runts fit in on this? <laughs> well, <laughs> is this, this is not one of the two, is it? Because you've just blown it uh, look, by eating two I runts. two runs and that's 500 calories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's my daily limit. Uh, it starts, it starts uh, two days a week. You're only allowed to have 500 calories or I'm allowed to have 600 because I'm a man and men are bigger than women, <laughs> um, which is a fact. Uh, and then the other days you can eat whatever you want. But on those other days, you either go, all right, well, I'm doing a good thing. I'll just keep eating healthy. I'm on to a good thing here. Or... You rebel against the two days, right? Yeah. and you just have chocolate and iced coffees and stuff yeah. all day. I'm not yeah. very good at calories. How many calories should you eat a day if you're just eating normally? Um, and, you know, and, and, what, and, and what portion? Like, is 500 calories? What what makes up 500 calories? <laughs> this like is one I, of those irritating um, America Australia things where, like, basically the rest of the world uses kilojoules, right? And um, and America uses calories, and so like all the labelling on all our stuff is wrong and really impossible to do this sort of thing with. Huh. Yeah. So pretty much 500 calories for me or 600 would be um, like a salad for lunch and then say like a, a, a relatively small piece of meat right. and another salad for dinner. So that is not... Fasting. You're having two it's, salads it's and eating. some meat. It's eating, yeah. but it's just eating less than you normally would. And also you right. really can't drink. Like if you, you drink, drink alcohol, uh, you mean? You, you just have you, to drink water. Pretty right. much if you that. drink alcohol, like you're not eating. That's right, basically okay. the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, look, I'll tell you, it sucks. Yeah. It's the worst. It well, doesn't get easier. One of the reasons... <laughs> what, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. I want to die. In the bloody Hing household, by which I mean... My life. <laughs> uh, we've just been through Ramadan, um, and because my girlfriend's family are Muslim, mm-hmm. and she is like culturally Muslim, I guess, mm-hmm. without necessarily being religious, she has been spent a you know a, well, since we last recorded has been spending a lot of time just being grumpy as shit. And I, <laughs> and like I am caught between like my political correctness of being like, oh, it's so good you're getting in touch with you know your brutes mm-hmm. and your family culture at the same time, just just eat something, just and stop have a chip, stop being on. angry at me. You're not you're not fasting in solidarity with her. Why would I? Because that's like a nice thing. We, I, Her parents deny my existence. I don't have to fast with them. Because <laughs> like, like uh, I'm not. We're not allowed to be in a relationship, right? So like, mm. so like, I, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna front up. Like if if her parents were willing to accept me, you right, fast. I would probably. I'd be like, oh well, I'll go I over there. I think you've retconned this. What do you I mean? I think you don't want to fast, oh, yeah. and you've gone. Oh, what's a kind of high-handed? <laughs> how can I have the moral high ground? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, You've given yourself this god complex of like yeah. I'm doing my thing. I'm making yeah. my stand. No, but it's like it will never affect. In many ways, uh, you are the modern day Martin Luther King I or mean, Martin Luther. Yeah, <laughs> um, Martin Luther King. I don't know for um for a name for one of your um bloody chuckle hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about this? Yeah. The man that would be Hing. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's been discussed. Has it? There, there, yeah, well, there fuck are, you then. There are, no, 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 actually, fuck you then. There are very few Hing puns that have not been made. Where the wild Hings are? Yep. <laughs> oh, Bullshit it has. Um, I mean... Hing lo- Dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. Write that down. I have some news as well. Yep. Everybody, uh, I'd like to follow up something from a couple of months ago. Uh, we would know that the greatest thing that ever happened ever was that I was nominated, gentlemen... Uh, and listeners, I was nominated for Clear Bachelor of the Year. Yep. 
Yep. And uh, how did how did uh, off the back of the chat about your girlfriend? How do you feel about that? Well, I find the whole thing ridiculous, and I've said this to you before, Ben, because this is something you constantly bring up. I do, which is that I'm a fraud, being and I'm like Ben. This is not like the this is not the the, the ranking. <clears throat> Well, the austere ranking of bachelors you think it is. Like, it, it is a complete shill of a competition. If you make it that, if you want to become part of the corrupt thing, I don't know, maybe you could be a reformer. What? So, you think I should step away and maybe be like, you could be the Tony... I think you should break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the Tony Windsor of bachelor competitions. competitions right. In that you're an outsider, you're an independent, you know the system's broken, and you know you probably can't fix it, but you're going to stick to your guns. Oh, so you think I should be like almost like Lawrence Lessigan? I'll be like, look, if I win yep. the, the Clear Bachelor of the Year, I will retire on day two after I make some reforms. Yep, that's what I'd like you to do. So Max. I should campaign on a reform title. You I think you should. <laughs> All right. Well, and abs. <laughs> so, uh, listeners, if you haven't heard the thing, basically what happens, I was nominated for this very silly award, uh, which, and, and, uh, previous uh, guests on the show, people like Ronnie Chang, have been nominated in previous years. So it's often they will have like a bunch of real people who are like yeah. AFL sports people and like just everyday tradies with good bodies yeah. and like mm. singers and whatever. And then they'll have like one schlubby comedian. Sure, I mean Ronnie's not schlubby. Don't don't put him in your basket, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, I well, mean there's schlubby, them as Hink. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean just just like in comparison to these like Adonis. Adonis have, have you seen Have you seen Ronnie without a shirt on? No, because that's the other thing that everyone else is shirts on except for the comedians, and they're like, eh, leave it. Leave really, it. So everyone <laughs> shirts off except for the comedians. They're like, leave it on. But okay, here's what happened. So I went in with relative confidence that I would not have to take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I, I sent them an email, like a, a kind of what I thought was a funny email, when they said, hey, there's going to be a photo shoot. I sent them a funny email, old Michael Hing fucking chuckle hour over here, yeah, uh, saying like, um, actually, I have, I have some thoughts on how I'd like to do this. I have, a, and this is a dumb joke. I said, I have a Dungeons and Dragons character who's a warlock. His name is Frizo. I'd like to work that into the shoot somehow. Mm-hmm. Should I bring my own cape or will you be supplying a cape? Yeah. Mm. Like quality goof. Bit of quality a joke. Goof. I mean, yeah. you guys sure. didn't laugh, but it's a quality no, goof. but it's like a smirker. You know? Yeah. Cool. You go, uh, hmm. They ignored that email oh, and yeah. sent me a very <laughs> form letter back that said, please bring a white t-shirt and some black jeans. Okay, <laughs> but if they told you to bring a white t-shirt, you think that, that's a thing you're going to wear. So that's... You're going to be clothed. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So I turn up to this uh, shoot, and it's me and the other bachelors. And I want to say that everyone who was there was had their heart in the right place as much as you could at a clear oh, wow. Bachelor of the Year I love the shoot. prelude to this, just yeah. building everyone up. I just, I, just want, I just don't want anyone to think that this could have gone any better, right? Mm-hmm. The awkwardness that happened, it was always going to happen, it's people right? doing their job. Exactly. They're doing their job well. So I'm one of the first people in. Uh, on, on this morning when they're shooting people and I walk in and they uh, say, all right, the first thing we're going to do is maybe get out of your jeans and get into these jeans because we're going to throw some water on you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, we just thought that, like wet, like white t-shirts is like a sexy thing. So I'm like, oh, oh okay then. Uh-oh. So then I sit and I get into this like tub and they uh, set up the cameras and stuff and there's lights flashing and basically, there's a PA whose job it is to throw a bucket of water on me while people snap photos of me. And their whole thing is like, don't react to the water. And that's like... <laughs> <"Hey>, <laughs> <you> <laughs> <imagine?"> <laughs> don't react to the thing that's all... being thrown in Yeah, yeah they're, they're, like, they're like... And, and they, they had options of either warm or cold water. Which what did you choose? Own. I chose warm water. Yeah, I don't want cold water. Cold. <laughs> I don't know. Some like... Presumably some buff dude wants his nipples showing. I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow. So, Did they offer you boiling? <laughs> yeah, they were like, also, scalding. <laughs> uh, so they would throw these buckets of water over and they were like, ah, oh, it's not really working. I don't know why this isn't working. I'm because... like, it's because... 
It's because I don't have the chiseled body that requires a wet t-shirt to look good. That's what it is. You just look like a, a, a soggy oh, little man. ferret. Exactly, right? I'm just like a, a wet I can imagine rat. the art director just like, oh, this is not I mean, what I it's had just, in it's mind. It's worse with everybody it's else. That's how I storyboarded it. Here. It's probably the water. Let's make it cold. <laughs> Turn up the heat. Boil the kettle. This is different to how I drew it. And, and again, everyone's being like so supportive, but like slowly realizing that this is not going to work at all. Oh, no. And then one of the ladies comes up to me and goes, oh, we could try like oiling you up. That's not going to solve anything. Oh, That's boy. not going to solve anything at all. Right? going to make you a slippery little ferret. And then they go, oh, the next thing is it's going to be, the, 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 there's a second part, which is just some black and white photos and they're going to be Magic Mike themed. And I was like, they're what? They're what? <laughs> and when they say Magic Mike themed, they mean they just ripped off Magic Mike? Well, I think, I think that I assume there's some sort of sponsorship. Did deal you for a moment think like, Oh, they listened to my suggestion about me being a wizard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh. <laughs> Magical Michael. Yeah. <laughs> that so, is the full, the full title of that film, by the way. <laughs> Magical Michael. Magical Michael. <laughs> XXL. Yeah. So then... <laughs> it, is, it is amazing how quickly that becomes so unsexy. <laughs> At first it's magical and you go, oh, Magical Mike could still be kind of sexy. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hello, ladies. I am Magical Michael. That's a real stripper's name for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Behold <stripper>. my balls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was Magic Mike themed. So it was Magic Mike themed and they give me a hat and a bandana and they say to me, you should really think about taking your shirt off. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. And they were like, look, we usually wouldn't ask you to do it, but it's just, it's going to be, a, it's like a stripper themed thing. And so, so hang on, is everyone doing this? Well, I don't know because there's no one else there So at this you're point. by yourself? Yeah, it's one at a time. It's one okay. at a time. And so... And, oh and, and I'll get I'll get to that in a second. But like, so they go to me. Do you? And I was like, oh, can we do some with the shirt on and then some with the shirt? On? And and, I, and then I was you like, you idiot, you idiot, you just wasted so much time. But then I was like, oh, actually, you know what? Like, I'm kind of comfortable. I know that my body's gross, but I'm actually comfortable with hey. how it looks, right? And do I have to get all Dove commercial here? No, but what I mean I is... I mean, I know I called you a damp little ferret before, but... <laughs> but what I, what I mean is, I know... I'm not under any delusions of grandeur that I have the body of an AFL player, right? I know that. But I'm comfortable in the way my body looks, so that... And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe this is like a... I don't like getting high and mighty in my brain. I'm like, maybe this is like a positive body image thing. Yeah. Maybe you're worthwhile, Hingo. Maybe sure. just take your shirt off and be in a, a bloody topless... Did you, for a, did you is, for a moment oh, no. think like, oh shit... This is maybe, what Harvey Milk would have done. Ma- yes. Maybe this is. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have a square named after me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Commemorating this moment. Yeah, exactly. Did you, did you for, for a second, like think like, ah, oh, is there a possibility that this will be on the half pose, like an inspiring? Like? <laughs> no, I, I didn't go that far, but I did think to myself, like, you know what? If if I was a, a young person reading this, I was like, oh. This guy seems like he's okay with how he looks, even though he's not an AFL player, right? Sure. And not that I ever had that kind of insecurity growing up, but maybe there will be. And I thought, oh, you know, just fucking do it. You don't give a shit. Like, mm. just do it. And so then the sort of photo shoot, they start playing loud stripper music, and they're like, hey, all right, so do a sexy dance. And I'm like trying to do that. Oh, my God. And I- like, I'm laughing and making funny comments and ironic, insecure comments throughout this whole thing, but mm. none of those come across in the photos at no, all. No, 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 no. They were more smirks. There's no speech actually. bubbles coming out yeah. of your mouth. <laughs> no, I'm like, where are they running? St- Sorry, guys, are we going to add the cartoon speech bubbles in? Or <laughs> See, I remember after the shoot, you saying something which was, which was very insightful, which was like, there, but there comes a point during an ironic strip dance <laughs> where it's extremely impossible, even for you, yeah. 
to King work of out, irony. King of irony <laughs> to work out if it's still ironic. You I mean, can't. you yeah. are stripping. Because Your I'm, shirt is off. I'm People are taking photos of you. The thing. Like you're doing like, the thing. No, guys, don't you understand? I'm taking my shirt off sexually and dancing in a funny, ironic way. Yeah. You I'm making get it? fun no. of people who enjoy this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Anyone who's <laughs> rubbing one out to this... <laughs> Is in on the joke. Yeah, guys, <laughs> guys, come on. Yeah. It's an ironic jerk session. Come on. <laughs> so then, uh, again, everyone's super lovely and very supportive. I go and do the Q&A and the little other things, and then I come back, and they have obviously sectioned me off from everybody else for a reason. Mm. So now there are, like, 12 other dudes there, and they are all, like, shirts off, lining up to get oiled up by the PAs, mm. getting, like, just rubbed down in, like, glistening Crisco or whatever. I don't know, right? I don't think it's Crisco. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, spraying people down, rubbing them off. Rubbing them off? Rubbing R- them? Rubbing no. Them. Whatever. They're covering them in oil. It's pretty fun. And then they're going into, like, the, 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 the sort of tub to get water splashed on them, and they're doing the And are they doing that well? They're nailing it. When you saw them do it, you're like, ah, that's how you get water thrown. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I go again. Well, because the thing is, I'm used to doing like photos where the thing. I is... was melting like a witch. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm used to doing photos where they're like, hey, smile, but look fun. Like, you're funny. Fun you're the funny boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is not how to do this. You just need mm. to look steely eyed at the camera and pretend yeah. you hate everything. You need to look mad. Yeah, mad or mad mean or like beautiful. you're thinking about something or whatever. Mm. I didn't know any of that, and oh, I was taught that on the day. But uh, they're like, you need to not smile as much. <laughs> <laughs> and so this happened and then uh, basically I'm there being like oh that's what I should have done and I was mm. like oh can I get another go but I didn't want to ask can I get another go and then one of the ladies very nicely came up to me and was like oh you don't watch the other boys you'll, you'll feel bad about yourself <laughs> like okay cool thanks <laughs> Like, that won't do well for anybody. No one, no, I mean, that's not good for anyone. Like, oh, it's not good for them. It's not yeah. good for them. They don't need a fucking nerd in their yeah, line exactly. of sight. Exactly. <laughs> Quit stinking up this joint, nerd. Oh, and again, I think she was trying to protect me from, like, whatever. But it was, it was, it was. It that was, just I think, made it worse. Yeah. The, thing that, the thing that you said about, like, how you had that thought where it's just like, oh, maybe we'll do some with the shirt on, some with the shirt off. And I called you an idiot for that. The reason was, thinking of a thing that I think friend of the show, Lee Namo, once said, which was that when you're doing a photo shoot, and they just go, oh, can we try? Can we try just a silly one or whatever? Mm. You have to n- understand that that's that the is one that's the, the one they're using. That's yeah. the one they want to use. That's yeah. the take. 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so anyway, so there are now photos of me doing some pretty great sexy dances. And mm. listeners, if you... Uh, but when this comes out, I don't know when this clear thing comes out, but I, as I've maintained, I've never wanted to win a more meaningful prize more than this. <laughs> so if you could somehow, um, I don't know, make that happen. Do you think... Well, winning this... Well, winning this rule you out from anything else. Uh, you don't get to win the Barry. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's what <laughs> well, I mean. Like, no, it's interesting because uh, this is judged by the same people who do the Nobel ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like because yeah. Obama, that year he was up for the Peace Prize, he was also up for oh, Clear wow. Bachelor of the Year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I didn't know that the Nobel was actually voted on by, um, like, wet pussies. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess, you know. There you go. I am new to the industry, so. All right. That's, that's enough chit-chat at the top. Let's, uh, let us get to, this is uh, a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best things to talk about. And this, gentlemen, <laughs> uh, we'll start. Ben, what have you got for us? Thank you very much. This is from friend of the podcast, Eliza Riley. Thank you, Thank you Eliza. Eliza. And it's from the uh, Darlinghurst region in New South Wales. Um, and it reads, 100 litres of... Of slime. Yes. <laughs> 100 litres of white slime. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Made and used for an art performance at the Museum of Contemporary Art. No longer needed. Fun and versatile. Useful for any number of activities. 
Nope, can only think of one. <laughs> slime, in a, slime in a person. Uh, it's made from Elmer's school glue, borax, and water. Borat. <laughs> borax. <Bus slime. laughs> yes! 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 He's bloody done it! Guys, come on. It's a very funny bill. It's a very funny bill. Uh, pick up from Darlinghurst. And it's for free. It's, a, no. it's 100% free. 100 litres of slime for free. Now, I don't know if you guys know a lot about those ingredients, but when I was a kid, we used borax as poison. <laughs> to poison um, people. To poison ants. What is borax? My, 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 it does it's say a it's a multi-purpose cleaning powder. Right, so... One my, of the purposes is poison. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my, my... And I don't know if this is just a bloody Hing household school re- old school remedy, mm. but she would leave like uh, little sauces or jam lids or whatever mm-hmm. open with honey and borax in there. <laughs> to, 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 to attract the lesser children so who would survive? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, for, uh, and, and then you get sort of like ants crawling into these things and, and dying. So I have a feeling this is potentially toxic. <laughs> it does feel like they should like... Not that, not that anyone's buying slime to eat. No, but, no, no. But, I mean, I wonder if it's because like, you know, the correct definition of this is 100 litres of toxic slime. Yeah. But that does sound like pretty much exactly what turned the Ninja Turtles into Ninja Turtles. Oh, man. I reckon they should I mean, n- change the title to Take My Slime, Please. <laughs> Make it fun. Yeah. I mean, do you think, like, often, Cam, we ask on this show, like, especially when things have been given away for free, mm-hmm. why not just throw it out? Like, yeah, why and, not just throw it out? Well, this is the thing. This person is either community-minded, you know, it seems sure. like they're an artist and mm-hmm. they sort of, you know... Mm. Someone else might get some use out of this. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Or it is one of those things that you cannot throw out. Like, <laughs> I once broke a mirror. Do you know how fucking hard it is to throw out a mirror? Like, just what, what? shards of mirror? Really difficult. I mean, I mean apart from the luck reason, the bad luck, but what else is the... the it's just ring? like, you can't just put, like, shard, like broken shards into the recycling, because that's going to kill somebody. That's like, yeah, box it up, and then... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So with, it's a whole thing. It's with whole this, thing. How, how many liters are in a bin? In a bin? Yeah, in, like... If in you a Sulu bin? Well, like, a bin that you would have... Like, why can't you just put 100 liters of glue into a bin? Oh, because it'll solidify. Yep, yeah. and then, and then you've only got, well, you've got a much smaller bin from <laughs> yeah. now on. Yeah. This is still liquidised. It, it hasn't gone solid yet. Maybe it's in one of those... How are they keeping it so It's in a slushy machine, maybe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's the thing? Like, it, it seems to be, and the really awful thing about this is that the, the photograph is just like of a container that looks like, um, it looks exactly like the container that I'm looking at right now, actually. It's a tub. It's a tub, mm. uh, which is what we keep all our podcasting gear in. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's overflowing mm. from the sides. So how much is this slime worth? Uh, it's zero dollars. Uh, it's free. It's free. free. So we how much just... is it worth, though? Oh, I, I mean, don't know. Look, uh, like... So you could just rock up and be like, hey, I'm here about the slime, put it in the tub. <laughs> do yeah. You, do you get the tub with it, or... Bring doesn't, your own doesn't bag. say anything no, about I don't the, think so. Doesn't say anything about the tub. For that tub. Right. Bring fifty milk bottles. Can yeah. you get just like a handful of slime? Can you? I can you do get think bits it's an it? all or nothing. Yeah, it's a, it's a will not separate, separate mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. What would you do? cannot separate it. Yeah. Like, uh, Cam, what would you do with hundred liters of slime? I actually, have an idea for the slime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to pitch it to the people at Clio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is, but I'm going to email them. Try not to drown some sports people. Try not to react to the slime. <laughs> Do you want your slime heated up or chill? <laughs> I would love to see, and I think I've mentioned this in podcast before, but there was a brief period where um, Nickelodeon wasn't the only sort of network that was sliming people. Like, was oh, a show they called... own it now. They yeah, own they own the concept what? of slime. Slime to yeah. Yeah, I hope mm-hmm. this person who's getting rid of the slime has a good lawyer. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I shouldn't say. Never mind. <laughs> but like, I would love to see more shows where people get slimed. 
and no, mm. it not be an integral part of the show. Just like a bit like on, you can't say that on TV. You have a code word that they can't say, and you can go a whole season without them getting <laughs> slimed. And then just at one point on late line, they're interviewing like you know Barnaby Joyce or whatever, and he says tariffs, <laughs> and then can't get slimed. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Because <laughs> <Slimity. laughs> So what you're saying is You want the 7.30 report To be more slime based Not always Just like the slime of Damocles Hanging Just over the anybody threat of slime. <laughs> Yeah The constant threat of slime And the person like Gazing upward every now and again And choosing their words Extremely carefully <laughs> And does, does this show like reset Or do people know For the rest of the season The word tariffs is the word Because I, what you want you, you don't want like Some sort of publicity stunt Where you know some you know Tony Abbott goes on there to humanize himself and get slimed. No, you know? no, no, no. It's got to reset every time. But I think what it does actually, I've been thinking about this in the past three seconds, <laughs> is that every time a guest is on and doesn't get slimed, it jackpots. Oh, I see. So it gets more and more. You get yeah. Another five liters of slime. No, they just add more borax to it. <laughs> 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 like it starts off with a relatively harmless problem <laughs> And it's just going to kill somebody Oh man That's, well, um, that's so, my pitch Okay, well I think these are both pitches These are both okay. great pitches um, uh, Thank you very much Eliza Riley for sending that in um, we, have, like, we have a lot this week that people have sent in So please keep them coming on our Facebook Alright, uh, let's move on Cam, do you have one there you want to read? Absolutely, I've got uh, Teacher and businessman needs foreign lady to marry And that is from Craigslist in the Sydney area Sydney Craigslist So listen up, ladies who are foreign (laughs) This is beautiful actually, I'm going to read it I mean it's so goddamn beautiful, here we go Alright Freedom from the dramas of life is what we often seek We commit and realise we made a mistake But life is wonderful and no man is an island The pillows we hug and the nice soft bed we lie at night cannot augment the vacuum and the emptiness that was lurking inside. The number one, he's a poet. Number (laughs) one. And he didn't even know that he was. (laughs) Realise. We wanted something to make our existence complete, someone who is our very own, not a stolen moment. As we cross halfway to our final journey, it is nice to have someone to travel with us. You guys have the greatest burden in this life. What? Who? What Does guys? Mean, us? Me? Does he mean foreign women? <laughs> no, he means you dickheads recording a podcast. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> we need your love, care, generosity, understanding, and capabilities as we lie with you anytime. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, call me Nat, 36 years old, single, guy, an ESL teacher for four years in Asia, and a teacher recruiter as well. I'm on my last semester taking up Master in Teaching, major in English. I have been teaching for almost six years now. I'm a licensed English teacher. I am seeking a. I owned my small home on my lot and other surprises in the Philippines. Wait, so he doesn't fill in the I'm seeking a. No, 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 you can blank. fill it in yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a poetic oh, okay. license. I'm looking for a foreign lady to marry. I'm swilling to relocate. I will promise to love you, take care of you forever, hope to meet you someday. By the way, I'm caring, loving, handsome, intelligent, and all that you are looking for. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, Nat. I think um, it's nice. Look, I mean, of all the ways that we have encountered people wanting foreign women to be their wives, this is hands down the least creepy. It well and well done. I think hands down the least creepy compared to some real creepy shit that's been on the podcast before. <laughs> uh, there's no being like, oh, I need a you know, there's no fetishization of Asian women or whatever the thing oh, you usually encounter mm-hmm. is in in day to day. Yeah, creepy as fuck. Yeah, but adjusted for Craigslist cre- norms. Yeah. 
what I'm interested with in this is the poem at the top. Like, why do you include that poem? What has that got to do with anything? Do you think maybe it's been copied and pasted from different things all over the internet? Like, he was looking at what are some romantic things to say. And he's just... like e-horse books or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it could be that, like, he's, he could have just opened with, I'm a teacher, English, hmm. uh, doing a master's in English. Love to meet a woman. Love to meet a woman. And, uh... Preferably foreign and see ya. And then, do you think he thought anybody reading that I would be like, English teacher, prove it? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't. But so says you, mate. Yeah, well, he doesn't even say, like, here's a poem I wrote or here's a thing. It's like this weird introductory yeah. paragraph which, is, which ends with, you have the biggest burden, of, you guys have the biggest burden of all, or yeah. whatever. It's mm-hmm. so strange. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he means, but I'm really, it really sucked me in. I got to tell you, maybe it was just the way I read it, but it actually felt kind of, um, right on, mate. like I'd like to Dramatic. meet this guy who read it and, <laughs> and like to hang out with him. So the, the I lines, mean, you've got it. You've got to differentiate yourself from the pack though, right? Oh, like, so you think this is a marketing enterprise? Well, he's a businessman. Yeah. He's a small, a small business. By the way, I'm loving, I'm caring, loving, handsome, intelligent, and all that you were looking for. Mm. Interesting stuff. So free, uh, freedom from the dramas of life is often what we seek. Yep. True, that is true. We commit and realise we made a mistake. All right, I don't know what he means by that, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. This is... This is uh, that this feels is... personal to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is where, like, he he's given us enough information he's to been, make he's us... Been, like in the past, he's, he's come across... He's been burnt. Some, he's been yeah, burnt before. Yeah. I guess, but he does say a mistake. Like, it does yeah. sound like there's, like, one thing that he's, like... We commit. But life is wonderful and no man is an island. True. Both things Except are that true. one guy is an island. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, island. Yeah. Oh, Paul island. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul island. The giant sentient island. <laughs> He's weird. He's so time. weird. Isn't he weird? I am surrounded uh, by water. Yeah, that's all he says. It's so weird. It's like, yeah, right, mate, we know. Oh, yeah, we get mate, it. We get it. No <laughs> labels. We don't like labels here, all right? Come on. Paul, come on. Broaden. It's 2015. <laughs> You're not defined by being a sentient <laughs> island anymore. Surrounded by water, am I? Same thing. You've just rearranged the... Paul, come on. Paul, I'm trying to fish. Just leave me alone. <laughs> the pillows we hug and the nice soft bed we lie at night cannot augment the vacuum and the emptiness that was lurking inside. What he's saying there is no man is an island, no pillow is a woman. That's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We what wanted something. Hang on. What did he say after augment? Cannot uh, augment the vacuum. And the emptiness, so kind of same, same, mm-hmm. uh, that was lurking inside. Oh, that is so dark. That is good. I'm really going to think oh, that man. when I'm like lying in bed tonight without my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my wife doesn't... pillow was here. <laughs> yeah. uh, we wanted something to make our existence complete. But again, like he's, he's... he's talking about some. He's talking about a past experience, but not giving enough details. Yeah. But he keeps saying we. He uses plural and then singular. Yeah, uh, it's someone confusing me. who is our very own, not a stolen moment. As we crossed halfway to our final journey. What do you reckon that? As we crossed halfway. So he's like talking about middle is age. Is it like, I, this isn't even my final form? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, need, I, I need a foreign woman to complete. It's weird. I have yeah. newt foreign woman. That's yeah. what I need to, to complete it goes, it goes teacher, businessman, world wrecking monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is nice to have someone to travel with. Well, that's pretty practical. That's the first practical thing you've said. <laughs> yeah. Open with that, mate. Yeah. Open with hey, that. Hey, look, I'm traveling around a lot. Must teaching love traveling. English. Yeah. Well, Common yeah. ground. That's what we like. <laughs> you guys have the greatest burden in this life. Doesn't make any sense. Don't we need. What, what is that greatest burden? Is it hanging out with shit? It's like. Isn't it the Reading this white bullshit? man's burden? <laughs> 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 we need your love. Care, generosity, understanding, and capabilities as we lie with you anytime. This reads like an old article by uh, a, a Sydney Morning Herald uh, columnist slash 
strange man uh, called Paul Sheehan. This is a deep cut, Ben. Deep cut. <laughs> who, who once just wrote a, an article about how much he liked the lady at the Melbourne Cup. Um, Which lady? It was it was lady. it was a like a horse trainer lady who was from England, and he just wrote this like thousand word thing about how much he really liked her, and it ended with like women's burden is the most because they have to bear children, but their capacity for pleasure is greater. Um, wow, that's did he get fired? Like, no, he's still right. He's and this was this was filed under politics. No, like, he's the he's the national politics writer. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, this oh. is this reads like I imagine a cult leader who's just kind of rambling, semi deep nonsense. Ineffectual cult leader. Yeah, yeah, he's no, he's not good at it. Um, <laughs> that, that's a good point, actually. He has that six every... people in his cult, that's and he's kind of yeah. like, guys, you have the greatest burden in this life: vacuum, augment, pillow, woman. I'm an <laughs> island, or am I? No, yeah. I'm not. Paul certainly generosity. Is. <laughs> we all need to. Everyone turn to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's really true because, like, for every big cult that we hear about. There must be hundreds of shitty ones <laughs> where at some point the cult leader has just said, uh, everyone go home. All right, <laughs> I give up. This isn't working. All right, okay. uh, yeah. give it's like all the failed startups, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody hand in your caftans, go home. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wrong, guys. Yeah. Guys, look, we've run out of I think, money. I think Three it's become in. abundantly clear that I'm not the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, we knew that we liked you. Yeah, I know. And I just felt that you were kind of living in this very... Frankly, you know, understaffed commune, <laughs> just out of pity more than anything else. Well, we were. <laughs> uh, hey, I've got one here. This is also taken from Sydney Craigslist, and I'm going to read out the text and then read you the title. That's mm-hmm. okay. You do whatever you bloody want, mate. Casual encounters in the personal section. Looking for a fun partner for a long, drawn-out, sweaty afternoon session. Okay. Casual, friendly, must be able to relate and feel comfortable around each other before and after. 38 years old, 6 foot tall, well-travelled and educated, non-smoker, casual drinker, likes to run, swim and cycle. It's a fit-bodied 38-year-old on Craigslist in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. title, it's a man looking for a woman, the title is Sexercise Partner. Oh! <laughs> so I want to ask you gentlemen what you think sexercise is. I've just been to the gym. I know what exercise is. <laughs> All right. And Cam, are you familiar with... Sex? Sex? Well, I've heard about it. Well, let's put our heads together. (laughs) So do you think this person means come to the gym and we can have sex at the gym? Absolutely not. (laughs) No, I I did not think I'd that. I think it just means let's go bang this afternoon and... um, And we can pretend that it's like... What, so you think you're just turning up for... And he's like, and one and two and three and sex? No, I think he's going to have sex with you. And then he's going to be like, well, burn those calories, didn't we? It's going to be a cool down period. Step one, put on this Fitbit. Step step two, Mm. fuck. And then step three, (laughs) give me back the Fitbit. (laughs) That's my Fitbit. (laughs) (laughs) How bloody dare you? (laughs) Uh, There's a guy at my gym, and it's actually not one guy, like a lot of people. I don't know if you have this at the places you go to, but Mm. like where they just like scream when they... Uh, lift weights. weights? Yeah. Oh, that is very upsetting. I do not. Do like you that think at all. that's part of sex exercise? Just like not even like not even like sex nose. It's just the kind of like, bah! like, which could be someone's sex nose. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm not judging. It's <laughs> fine. That's the noise I make when someone agrees to have sex with me. <laughs> just screaming, yeah. furious. Yeah. How dare ah! you? Fine. <laughs> I'm just incensed by this. I don't know. I feel like I, I thought that there was more to this. I thought it was gonna be. Lift weights and bone, or like, let's go for a jog well, and have sex. Is exercise a thing? Is that a thing that people do? I, I reckon if you read more of the very magazine that you were nominated to be Bachelor mm. of the Year for, mm. um, you would know that 
I'm pretty sure I've seen like sexercise is the thing. What do you mean? What is well then? What is sexercise? It's just like sexy exercise. It's, it's no, no, no. I think it's, it's you're wrong, mate. Don't come in so with your yeah. sexy exercise. You're bloody wrong. Come I right, think it's the you. opposite. I think you need to flip it. It's it's exercisey sex. Exercisey no. sex. What? Explain. I think what it is in is yoga like, pants or no. It's like it's like ways of having sex that is more difficult than necessary as a way of like burning muscle and no you don't want to burn muscle but you know what I mean wait a minute <laughs> so you mean like doing chin ups while you're boning or whatever so you're just having really uncomfortable sex that's my impression it's Aww. like I don't think that's a popular thing at all I will I mean how many how, how much are you how much time are you spending in the Clio and Cosmo pages like not much but, but you're pretty you're pretty sure that this is a thing that exists it's possible I just made that up but it's very possible <laughs> and does. likely even <laughs> I mean because I have I mean, I find all sex... Uh, Terrifying. Well, I was going to say exhausting. Sure. Just absolutely <laughs> exhausting. Whatever it is, yeah, yeah. I can't... Oh, my goodness. Oh, no I thanks. have Googled sexercise. Yep. And all it comes up with is a Kylie Minogue song called Sexercise. Oh, they're just going to listen to some Kylie. Listen right, to Kylie. Okay, that's what it and is. And you've got to be okay. respectful and comfortable before, yep. respectful mm-hmm. and comfortable after. Interesting. Give me back that's my That's all that's on the first page. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Ben, do you have one there? I do. This one was sent in by... Luke Van Soest. Thank you, oh, Luke. Soest. A Dutchman. Soest. Soest. Luke hmm. Van Soest. Um, Vigets, Luke. <laughs> what, what does that mean in Dutch? Oh, you know. I don't have time to get into it. Let's... <laughs> Cheers. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Cheers, Luke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that means goodbye, I think. So is that oh, well, sorry. Quite <laughs> um, so... Abel Tasman. <laughs> Dutch? I don't know. Is that <laughs> sure. Dutch? Sure. Mr. Van Diemen. Uh, All right. Jacob de Zoet. It's a made up. David Mitchell book, well, all books and all novels are made up. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. They're all they're all fantasy. They're all they're all lies. What does this Dutchman say? Dutchman says, <laughs> "Home." This is from eBay, actually. Homemade wood fire pizza oven or two hundred loose clean red bricks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Before we move on, you, just from the title, can you tell? Just from a glancing, can you tell if these are two separate items or it's what we think it is, which is... I think this is one in the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a wood-fired pizza oven that I constructed in my backyard out of red bricks. <laughs> <laughs> it is made up of a loose brick held together by its own weight. Made up of loose brick held together by its own weight. Oh, so there's no so cement. There's no cement. Yeah. Okay. It is easily disassembled and transported if you have a trailer. Heats up to 400 degrees. Makes awesome, authentic Neapolitan pizza in Two minutes. Big enough to cook three pizzas at the same time. Two minutes for a pizza. I've had my fun with it. Now it's someone else's turn. Alternatively, <laughs> you can just use it for bricks. There are 200 of them and they're clean, except for some smoke staining inside. Buy it to disassemble and remove. Pick up from Victoria. I would argue there is no way for you to buy that as a pizza oven. Yeah. Because for you to <laughs> transport way, it, you need, to, yeah, yeah, you need to whatever, move to bricks. Whatever happens, whatever your future plans are, <laughs> You are leaving with 200 loose clean red bricks. <laughs> Maybe the option is if you're choosing the pizza oven, you get a photo of the pizza oven that's yeah. taken. Oh. So you can see how to so do it when you get home. It. I mean, this is quite an epistemological question, isn't it? Right? Yeah. But what if, came first? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how could you, like, let's think of a way you could transport this so it remains a pizza oven. You'd have to, like, slip a, a metal sheet underneath it. Sure. Well, and then move it into your trailer. But even then, it's still just bricks in a trailer. You've got to, like, move it with a pizza, a in pizza it. inside it. So what you could actually do, right, is you could get a trailer. Okay. Heat the trailer up to quite a hot level. Get an authentic Italian man. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
get the bricks and just pile them in there on top of a pizza, and it's still kind of nominally acting as a pizza oven. Yep. You're both wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Correct answer would be to cement the bricks in the guy's backyard. So wait. Turn up. <laughs> yeah, turn up with some cement. Mix it. Cement it all together. Wait for it to dry, and then leave it. I guess leave it at his house. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now but it's you yours. Because yeah, yeah. he yeah. is asking a dollar for it. A dollar. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, how much? Are, bricks are quite expensive, aren't they? I don't know. I haven't bought bricks in a while. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, what else could you build with two hundred bricks? Could you build like a doghouse or you know, that's no, basically you a pizza? You don't oven. buy two hundred. <laughs> you don't buy two hundred bricks for anything but a pizza oven or mm. to throw things through people's windows. That's all you're doing. Two hundred right? different people's windows, exactly. Or one person who just won't get the hint, or just one man <laughs> with two hundred windows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Again, again, this is the thing of it's like, which is, it's the question of the slime. It's like. Why are you giving this away? Mm. Like a dollar, it's it's. I, I think that's because you can't list things for free on eBay, possibly. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. Go to bloody Gumtree. Yeah, exactly. But like, what is it? Is it that he doesn't? Is it? Is it that he he says he's had his fun with it? What and does he, that mean? Did he fuck a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got really drunk and fucked it, and every time I look at it, I just... <laughs> I, just I can't I even deal with it. My <laughs> wife mean, won't go out the back. Yeah. And she's really upset. She's upset with the pizza oven. She wants it out of the house. You told me it was over with the pizza oven, Jerry. You told me it was over. I love that he's just really... All he's done is stacked some bricks, but he's saying, I've built a pizza oven. That's not the same thing as designing a pizza oven. My grandmother had a furnace at the back of her house that was basically just a bunch of bricks that were stacked. Backed up, and I never thought of it as a furnace. It was just a fun toy. It was hot exactly. bricks. Can I ask <laughs> yeah. if you went to like an authentic wood fire style pizza place and you happened to walk past the kitchen and it was just a pile of bricks? <laughs> would you be like, "Oh, this will be good"? Or would you be like, "What kind of fucking crazy man is running this sham operation?" Doesn't a, doesn't a pizza oven need a chimney? Well, I th- I think there's also structurally there's no. I mean, look, if you're an engineer and you know of a way to do it, if you're not using cement, there's no way to build a roof with 200 bricks without using cement, yeah, that's, right? Yeah, that's concerning to me. Unless you're so- somehow, like, piling them in, I don't know exactly. I think he's got something else on top of it. Vitruvian arch, right? Maybe. Vitruvian arch, or you're making donut-shaped pizzas with, like, or U-shaped pizzas, I should say, with some sort of central brick column. Anyway, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. But my point is, right, that it doesn't... It's a chimney. It's probably going to be just an open... Roof pizza oven. That's what I think. Yeah, I okay. Know. Yeah, no, not for me. Yeah. I'm not into it at all. No. Oh, what's, he, what's his name? Luke? Uh, no, 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 no. Luke's, Luke's the guy Luke's who... just sent us the... Don't be class. angry at Luke. All right, listen, yeah. Luke. <laughs> no, listen, no. First of all, thank you um, for sending it. This is by Yabaxi13. Oh, fuck that Oh, guy. another Dutchman. Nihau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> move on. Cam, do you have one that you want to read? Yeah, absolutely. This is from uh, Jay Freeman. Ah, thank you, Jay. Mm-hmm. Is that the initial or is it the name Jay? The name Jay. The name Jay. Okay, thanks, Jay. What's the rest of your name, I wonder? Hmm. That's his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the title is Budgies for Sale. I have to say it like that because <laughs> this is Dickensian times. Budgies for Sale. Show style breeders and babies available. Quality club rung birds from established Eastern States breeders, along with some of the offspring from the same. Oh, the band? The offspring? Amazing. <laughs> wow. Show, it's Asher Ketty. Wow, <laughs> holy moly. And all are priced from 35 to 65 each. No hens sold separately. Okay. Now, that's fine. Sure. 
But this is where it takes a turn for the weird. (laughs) This is all caps, by the way, so you can tell. So it hasn't previously been capped? No, that was all just normal, regular. (laughs) But then from here, this is where it goes. A little cuckoo. (laughs) To use the bird. um, Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. For the morons that can't read, <laughs> I reiterate that my budgies are quality club rung birds from Eastern States breeders. And contrary to the belief of some idiots, quote unquote, no, I do not have birds from WA bloodlines or breeders, etc., etc. So please don't waste your time or my time phoning for them as you are barking up the wrong tree. I would have said tweeting up the wrong tree. I don't know. That's just me chirping. And I would therefore (laughs) respectfully suggest that you look closer to home and or amongst your own. Holy moly. (laughs) In order to locate and acquire same, etc. And in order to save you wasting my time. That's in inverted commas. Because he's quoting himself, I guess. <laughs> Wasting my time. <laughs> As Gandhi said. <laughs> and further reinforcing, re-establishing your complete and utter ignorance and stupidity. Thank you. That said, I have available quality breeding birds as well. <laughs> From Eastern State Bloodlines. <laughs> Has a very limited number of babies and all of assorted ages, colours and varieties. Oh, so he stops caps at that point. Yeah, he chills out there. <laughs> it's lunacy. I want nothing more than to call this man and ask him for some WA birds. Sorry, I, had, I just read your ad about the WA birds. How many do you have left? Actually, I am interested in buying 4,000 WA birds for $80 million. Listen, I just bought 200 bricks. I've built an aviary out of it. Fuck, is there a number? Oh, there's not even a number. Damn it. Um, oh, man. Okay, so like... What has happened here? It feels to me like he has at some point in writing this ad, had like a memory of something that really irritated him and he's just cracked the shits mm. and then his, his wife's come in and he's seen that she's seen that he's in a bit of a state. Or husband. Or husband, sure. Mm. 2015. Yep. 2015. Mm. Be an island. <laughs> Make whatever you want. And has gone, honey, you can't post that. <laughs> Don't post about birds when you're angry. We had a chat about this. <laughs> and he's gone, no, I will. And then like, she or he has managed to sort of talk him down to being like, that said, <laughs> I have available and the quality breeding birds. Is there a s- Bloods and the Crips well, schism mm. between Eastern and Western States budgie breeders that we are ignorant of? I don't know, but it, it just seems to me like the language used in this is the language of like white supremacy, right? It's like the pure bloodlines. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's the that's the scary thing about white supremacy. It's that you know they are applying animal breeding to like humans. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like purity bloodlines. Um, you take a look closer to home or amongst your own. Exactly. Like it's so uh, hateful. Almost. Like, Wait a minute. Maybe this is a prank. Maybe what do that you mean? obvious is too. Maybe that language is too like obviously. White supremacist. So what? So what do you think it is? Who is the victim of this prank? I think we're the victim of this prank. You think so? You what? You think this podcast? I think you are definitively overestimating the popularity <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> is it possible that like you know how some subcultures are just weirdly racist, like that you wouldn't expect? Mm. Like I can't actually think of an example of racism, but like you know how like because because of no fault of the show My Little Pony, there is this mm. like. 
terrifying creep aspect of, of some of its fan base. Right, yep. And that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the show. Like, it's, it's, it's almost completely random that it happened to that show. Sure. Could this be the case? Could it happen to Firefly? It did happen to Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Could it happen to anime? Wait a Wait. second. <laughs> Wait. But, like, is it possible that there's just somehow... There's this weird racist chapter of this budgie breeding sort of well, subculture. Look, I don't want to tar all these budgie breeders with the same. Because that you wouldn't brush. Be, you wouldn't be any better than this racist if you did. Yes, but I have. I just I feel like there is in the way you talk about breeding and animals. If you were talking about that day to day, you would potentially then think, oh, this is the thing that I know in my brain. This is how my brain. Sees the world. It's through bloodlines. It's through purity. It's so. It's you said that anybody that goes is into breeding animals becomes racist by accident. Well, I'm not saying anyone, but I'm saying that if you did a survey, there would be a portion of people who live their life breeding animals, and would be. I'm sure most people who do that would yeah. be able to differentiate <laughs> I, between I animals think and humans. So they start to get into eugenics. Ex- I'm just saying that they're breeding. I'm saying there's a possibility in the hmm. way that I'm sure that by doing comedy. And you know, and and the, the things we do, there you become are, a great person. You become mm. a, just a really brilliant, good in bed. wonderful, mm. yeah, bachelor of the year potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, now mm. you've you've mentioned bachelor of the year a couple of times, and <clears throat> I just want to say, when I found out that you were nominated, I know I'm fairly new to the industry, but I actually <laughs> yelled out loud at my computer, what? "How did oh, he get on. that? <laughs> <laughs> How did he get that?" <laughs> then I started Googling, how do you get nominated? <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, I just Googled um, budgie breeder racist and yep. no hits. So <laughs> that theory is maybe um, disproven by me right now. Sure, but, I, sure. but I'm onto this idea. I like this idea of like you get into animal breeding, could be dogs, mm-hmm. could be cattle. And over time... Both types of animals, dogs and cattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just showing you that I know animals. You know, at least over two time, animals. Over time, you become... Into the idea of of eugenics purity. And, and purity. Did you grow up on a farm, Cam? No, but I did grow up in a kind of regional area. Well, you're yeah. from Newcastle, right? Newcastle, yeah, yeah which isn't right. all farmland. <laughs> it's kind of a city, but there's there's Is there regional, any farmland in, in Newcastle, uh, in like Maitland and yeah, stuff, yeah. in like the outer areas. There, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. What what are the major <laughs> attractions in in Newcastle, Cam? <laughs> what are the major attractions? I know what you want me to say, but. Um, you know, we have nice things. We have the foreshore. Uh-huh. We have the harbour. They have delightful ocean baths. What's, we have the what's, ocean what's baths. What's the foreshore? Oh, it's just like uh, where the ocean meets the land. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> they have a, that in Newcastle. You mean it's a beach? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, sure. you know how in all other coastal areas, it's it's ocean, 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 terrifying void, land, land, oh, land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you actually, don't have that castle. We don't have the void. No, <laughs> yeah, no. <right. laughs> you know where there be dragons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Void, yeah. No dragons in Newcastle. We don't have that. Do you have any, like, theatrical... Restaurants in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like, mm. like, uh, like vampire themed? Well, uh, just say yes, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yes, there's a there was a theatre restaurant. Uh huh. That made doesn't exist anymore. I don't think it's gone out of. I think it went out of business. So <laughs> people going to the internet for their spooks. And <laughs> yes, uh, listener, yes. just to catch you up very very oh, quickly. Uh, the, when Cam and I were driving from the airport, when we were uh, in the in the van on the airport, between the airport and Splendor in the Grass, Cam just dropped this bombshell that he used to work at a fucking a rip-off Dracula's, which is, as you would know, listeners, Ben and I's favourite thing to talk about in the world. Yeah, if Jack- you didn't know that, and this is the first episode you listened to, hey, what are you doing? There's a continuity. Go back. We'll, we'll wait. Stop yeah. the pod. Go back to the start. Um, and uh, B, the thing that interests me about a rip-off Dracula's Cam <laughs> is that I don't see how Dracula's can own the name Dracula's. 
Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good point. The, the estate of Bram Stoker is not particularly litigious, is what you're saying. <laughs> or, or, or maybe they are. And like Bram mm. Stoker was like, I nominate this to be right. my, my, my... By appointment yeah, should, to His should, Majesty Dracula. Yeah, should there ever be a theatrical restaurant made of my works? <laughs> so, hang on, what was it called? Oh, do I have to say the name of it? Yeah, do you, don't, you don't. You don't. Okay. All right, I'm not going to say the name of it, but if you're in Newcastle and you remember a vaguely horror-themed theatre <laughs> restaurant... It's on Beaumont one. Street. It's the only one. But there <laughs> you was won't give out its name, but you'll give out its I'll address. Give out the street. Okay. <laughs> and what were your duties? Well, I started there as a bartender. Mm-hmm. So I I was working as a bartender Do you know who else started anyway. there as a bartender? Dracula himself. And he moved his <laughs> way up. <laughs> I started there as a bartender, but I left as a man. <laughs> I, I was working as a bartender elsewhere, and I needed extra money. So I picked up this job working as a bartender there. A friend of mine was a performer in mm-hmm. the show. Yep. And uh, so I got there. They made me dress up. Uh-huh. I had to dress up. Yeah. Oh, even so though you weren't part of the show. So even though just, I wasn't part of the show. You are just, at this point, a theatrical bartender. Mate, uh-huh. it's world building. It's called world building. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> Ben's right. And, and were you... I, I actually... I know you're a performer, but I don't know how into this kind of thing you are. Were you, like, excited to dress up? Or were you, like, reticent? Or no, were you, I was like... a teenager. I was, like, 18. Right. And I was not doing comedy. Okay. Um, I was playing in a band at the time. So I was, like, too cool for this. Right, okay. okay. I didn't tell anyone I worked there. And that was actually because you were in disguise. So if I know. Came. That actually worked out well because I, I actually started going crazy with the makeup and the wigs and stuff because I wanted to be as unrecognizable as possible. That is so great. And, and the, oh. one night my auntie came in and she didn't even recognize me and that's when I knew that but I was... But your family was over. <laughs> <laughs> so did you serve her and like... Yeah, like, I did. I served her. Did you like creep her out by like knowing shit about her? <laughs> Why, hello? Would oh. you like a martini because that's your Say favorite drink? to your son Ben for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So did you have to do the voice? I had to do voices, yeah. Did you, <sighs> so they dressed you up like a vampire or like You a... could be any number of things. But the ha- the well, you show, couldn't be like, you the show be... had their own characters, but the people who were like working in the bar or were waiters or whatever how far could, could be whatever you, they wanted. How far could you stretch it? Because you've got, you've got, obviously Dracula is the main thing. But you don't want to be, actually no, there was no Dracula. You can't no be, Dracula. Uh-uh. Well, you can't be Dracula. What do you mean? Like, you can't, it's, it's like being in like a Tom Cruise. It's like being an extra in a Tom Cruise movie and being like, ah, oh, I'll just be Tom Cruise. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> what I meant was, yeah, sorry. can I be Ethan Hunt? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. as a background player, you've decided. My character's name Ethan is Ethan Hunt, and he <laughs> yeah. works for a spy agency, but it's a different mission. And yeah. anyway, yeah. <laughs> sorry. What I meant was, I, well, I didn't notice. I thought the theme of the restaurant would have been the main theme would have no, been no. Dracula. The theme was just general spookiness. spookiness. Right, so how far, how far from the the main path could you go? For example, you think, all right, well, I could go. Well, Frankenstein's acceptable mummy's probably acceptable sure. werewolf yeah but then could you go pirate you know there was a pirate could you go there sherlock was, holmes there was a pirate do you want to know what the pirate's name was yes what? please jack sparrow i see <laughs> yep hey were you really ahead of your time or are you younger than i think you are <laughs> <laughs> or, or point, do you guys have a like a lawsuit you can take against hollywood yeah. now? i'm sure anyone could sue this restaurant there was there were characters oh, so that were just named straight after the movie right. on there. Um, Michael Mouse. Yeah. yeah. Magic, <laughs> Magical Michael. Michael. There was the, the pirate's name was actually Jack Sparrow. There was another character called the Joker. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was just Heath Ledger's Joker. He wow. He looked the same as Heath So Ledger when this place closed down, did it close mm-hmm. down because it was sued by Disney? <laughs> it closed down. Because they got uh, done by liquor licensing policemen, 
Uh, that is an uh, unexpected end to this story. <laughs> yeah, they weren't licensed to serve ghosts. <laughs> That's true. There, it's a bylaw. Yeah. So, how many? How many? How, for how long did you work there? Oh, probably eight months. Oh, wow. Well, mm. Right. For somebody who's too cool for something, you certainly did stick around. Oh, so, I kind of rose the ranks. So yeah, I started as like the nobody bartender. And then one day... Were you like, coach, put me in the game. I can do this. I can do I've this. I've learned the dance routine. I can sub in. <laughs> then one day the mummy broke his leg and then... Well, yeah. what, actually, very similar. One, one guy at the end of the show got sick and they were like, we need someone who knows the words to <gasps> Rock DJ by <laughs> Robbie Williams. <laughs> Typically spooky song, Rock DJ. Yeah, and my friend said, I think Cam knows the words. And I was like, I can do this. <gasps> and I subbed in for the guy. And then the very next week, I was main stage cast member. Yes. That is amazing. <laughs> I want to make a movie yeah. about this. Yeah. Did you have a grizzled coach who was on one last mission? How uh, do you feel yeah. about being played by Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> I'm okay with it. He's okay. really hot right now. He sure. really what a, intense right now. What a heat. Now. Always. Was, the, was the connection... Hmm. Was the connection with Rock <laughs> DJ and mm-hmm. a spooky thing being that the film clip is him kind of taking off his skin? Um, I'm sure it was oh, originally. Oh, do I have that right? Yeah, know. he I is. He rips it. his skin off. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, but no, I was Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Singing rock DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I love about theatre restaurants so much. It's just like, it doesn't need to make sense. It's just throwing shit at the wall. Like, oh, man. So it's, don't, um, what are lyrics to rock DJ? I don't want to rock DJ. But you're making me feel so nice. nice. When's it going to stop, DJ? Because uh-huh. you're keeping me up all night. I mean, that is terrifying <laughs> as a series of words to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Someone's just stuck in this kind of... <laughs> I don't want to be doing this. Chasm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are you making me rock? Can I, I ask know. something, uh, Cam? Mm-hmm. The, the punters who came to this spookatorium, mm-hmm. did, you, <laughs> did you get a sense that they left feeling good? <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, did they enjoy? Did they enjoy themselves? Because, like, obviously, there's a market for it. But I just wonder if, like, the market for theater restaurants is one of those things where it's like everybody. There are no repeat customers. There are no repeat. Customers. It's, it's a bit like like I'm always perplexed when we have people come back to live studio records. Like the mm. only reason mm. my studio records work is because there are just enough people in the world to do it once and then yeah. vow to never do it again. Yeah, because you've got to sit in the the, the seats for it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, we will be taping the media circus pretty soon. It'll be great to see you there. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, (laughs) And the runts are going down my throat. (laughs) I think people left feeling drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. So at a certain point in the evening, this ties into that legal licensing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Because they used to sell um, these big. This, this is what Dracula's does as well. So mm-hmm. they ripped this off from Dracula's. They sold big fish bowls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that were filled with cocktails, and no one ever Wait, like <clears> as in goldfish bowls, like a goldfish bowl, like a big, a big goldfish bowl. And is this a like giant one per cocktail person or something you share? Now with you get people? like three or four straws in it, and a group of four people would share. This right. big cocktail. Okay. But oh, as a right. bartender, are you measuring these goldfish bowls to <clears throat> Absolutely any not. Absolutely not. <laughs> You're like, eh, People would just pour like a third of a bottle of vodka in and then some cordial and some syrup. And, yeah. And then, borax. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of borax. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, people would be drunk before the show even started. <laughs> and they'd be gropy because the people who are in the show are often walking around on the floor in character as well. Is, just it, like, is it a little bit sexy? Yeah, everyone's everyone's trying to be sexy. Right. Um, may, I'd say maybe three of them are pulling it off. Right. Oh dear. There's a couple of guys that are really cut. There's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. there's a couple of girls that are you know really beautiful. Yeah. And then the rest of them. And there's are, a kind of a well, I'd say a, a schlubby Jack Sparrow. Yeah, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of schlubs wandering around. 
There's guys that have played in covers bands around Newcastle for like 30 years who all have stories like, yeah, I used to play with Barnsey. <laughs> and look and at me he's, now! he's dressed as a mummy. <laughs> and he's oh, covering Barnsey. Of course, Barnsey could have been one of the acts and you'd never know. You'd never know. know. Barnsey's auntie could have come yeah. and not even recognised Barnsey. But there were repeat, in the eight months I was there, there were repeat customers. And some Is people, it anybody's local? Some people even have... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. um, but it's spooky. It's spooky, damn. <laughs> it's all for dead horses. <laughs> can I ask as well, what kind of food's on offer at this, uh, this theatre restaurant? Yeah, sure. I can remember the, the whole menu, actually. <laughs> what? Um, chicken schnitzel. Uh-huh. Was that spookified? <laughs> <laughs> Not the schnitzel. I guess right. you can say that yeah. all the animals are dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a dead chicken. <laughs> And there was also um, a vegetarian lasagna, and that's it. These well, were the options. That's the whole <laughs> <laughs> menu. <laughs> I mean, this was a really cheap knockoff. I can't. And was sell this like, like, like four hundred dollars a ticket? You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was like eighty I'd bucks a head or something. Like, I'd say it's about sixty, seventy bucks a head. Yeah. And but then there's drinks on top of that. Like you, you don't pay get for a drinks. They're paying for drinks as well. I think they get one free cocktail or something. Right. And um, some cheap, shitty bit of merch that they get to keep with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, like an one of those eyeballs that rolls around, but the eye, the eye stays up. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Mm. Um. They, uh, yeah, okay, so they got closed down for liquor licensing issues. And, but the um, spirit lives on. Like, if you go past yeah, there... You can still hear it. No, you can still hear... A young man singing Rock DJ. <laughs> yeah, you can hear Rock DJ going still. And So can we return people. to that moment in your life mm-hmm. when you got on stage and you were like, this is it, <laughs> which is also a uh, Robbie Williams reference, hey, guys. <laughs> Did you think, like... I can fucking do it. Like, was this the moment? Was this the first kind of big performance you'd done? No, Because no, no, you were no, in a band, no, no. you said. Like, I've been playing in bands for a long time, and I've right. been, at, like, doing some local theatre and right, stuff. Right, okay, okay. Like, whatever. So this wasn't what was, broke the floodgates. You, you got the bug from this. Well, I, I would say that doing that show um, definitely made me not worry about looking like the biggest moron on the on the planet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a humbling experience. It definitely and you're like, humbled oh, you know what? me. Nothing matters. It's just all yeah, good. It yeah, broke right. me down a lot because I did it a lot over that time. And so how, how many rock DJs do you reckon you did? I did. I moved on to other songs. I did all sorts of things. I did The Voice by John Farnham. Me and this girl that's, used that's to a, duet on that. That's an incredibly difficult song to oh, sing. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's really I didn't hard. even know you could sing. I sing. Yeah, I sing. Um... <laughs> You know, you're the voice trying to understand. See, there you see. go. There's and like you, and you doubted him. <laughs> and you um, doubted him. Did the character him. change as well? Were you doing uh-huh. a Jack Sparrow and then doing I, a Spooky Mummy? I changed Mummy? through a few doing... different characters oh, during my time there. Um, okay, I'll tell you the. I'll tell you a story that is maybe akin to your bathtub story, okay. Cleo Bachelor of the Year. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did a part of the show the, where they got all the birthday girls or hens up from the stage to sit in chairs on the stage, and then they got all the Sorry. male cast members. I was about to ask, was there ever a night where there wasn't? I'm like, no, no, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> there of course always, there's always there's a hands party every two hands yeah. in and birthdays and stuff. And there are always women in their 30s to 40s. Um, and they'd sit in chairs on stage, and then you can leave your hat on would come on, mm-hmm. and all the male <laughs> cast members, <laughs> well, not all of them, say five male cast members would come out. And these were the buff guys, the like, yeah. strong, tough dudes. They would come out and do a strip tease to you can leave your hat on, with tearaway clothing, and underneath it all, they're wearing G-strings. And Cam, they would do a G-string. Cam, you didn't work at a theatre restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you saying? Had they, had they, at this point, just thrown out any pretense of spook? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, were they, not, were they just wearing, like, there was nothing... I think first half of the show, 
had spooky themed songs and maybe like a bit of a storyline. Then there's a break where everyone that eats a meal. That was a storyline. Kind of, yeah. Like a, welcome to the spooky mansion. Okay, that's not a story. What's all <laughs> like... Yeah, that's a story. <laughs> and some Joseph Campbell's Hero is a Thousand Faces. The power of myth. Welcome to the spooky mansion. That's the classic arc. You know, the Christ story is welcome to the Spooky Mansion, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, when yeah. you think about it, the hero's journey is really just... The hero's journey is really just, welcome to the Spooky Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is Lord of the Rings, but... Yeah. Welcome to the welcome Spooky, to spooky Mansion. Throw and this you, ring in the volcano. You introduce all the weird spooky characters, like Gimli and whatnot. Um, then there's dinner. Then when it comes back, it's literally all the characters you've just met. Doing a song, and they, they're not spooky songs. They're just like... I think that would have really annoyed me if it was my hands. You would have been drunk. That's you true. What, you would have been like, I'm sorry, where's the continuity in this? I would, I would have been like, sorry, like, I love your world building. Bartenders are dressed really well. There's a little <laughs> bit of, yeah, there's consistency there, but what is, th- this is a mess. Yeah. This is, this is, this is tell you what this is. This can, is a horse by committee. Can you imagine <laughs> if your friends organised your hands party for you, and they're like, all right, I'm going strippers, strippers, and you're like, yeah, let's do this, woo, and you were into that. Yeah. But then instead of it being <clears throat> a fireman, or a policeman, <laughs> or, so, or a construction worker, or some like traditionally sexy yeah. occupation. It's like, no, what you've got is an undead vampire <laughs> taking his robes off. Wolfman. Very slowly, Wolfman. because it's like a three-piece suit. Yeah, and he's got, like, oh, fuck, speaking of that, a friend of mine recently told me that she went to a hen's night, and they'd ordered a stripper for the hen's night. And like the only reason they did it was because the, st- the strip club, the, the strip company, because it was like a come-to-your-house thing, offered a Robocop stripper <laughs> and then the guy turned up and he was a fireman and they were like, we want a Robocop. He's like, yeah, and just strip. Like, <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, close enough. Yeah, like, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on the call sheet. But... Look, uh, I'm not is, doing that. Yeah, I don't do of... Robocop anymore, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I've moved on. Well, I had to strip as the Joker. So you, 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 was, you, you would be part of the stripping Well, thing. one guy, again, it's similar to me getting called up out of the bar. One guy was Put sick. me in the game, coach! <laughs> yeah. I can take off my clothes with the rest of them! One but. guy was like, look, I've got pimples all over my ass. I can't do it tonight. <gasps> really? That said, was his... And they said, Cameron, you've got to do it. And I said, no. And they said, well, we don't have a show unless you do it. And I was mortified. Because this was... this. I don't you love hum- theatre. You love uh-huh. theatre. Theatre, love performing. I'd already humbled myself a lot by doing this terrible show, and now I had to sink even lower. So I finally I agreed to do it, but I had this cool, funny idea that I was going to wear women's underwear underneath my clothes, and, and I'll be like the joke stripper, and that'll be funny because I'm the joker. You're the joker. Anyway. Okay, right. can, I, can I ask just, I uh, right now you look like a healthy young man. You're obviously someone who's taking care of the way he looks. I'm, I'm on the two-day so, five Someone who's a 5'2". Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, how many years ago was this? Uh, I would, I'd say six. Right, and mm. uh, without getting, I don't know if you are comfortable talking about, it, but like, what was your body type then? Uh, Sa- similar to where you are now, or maybe a little heavier? Okay, so yeah, so so heavier. what I'm my point is that it was kind of a brave thing for you to. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd never taken my shirt off in front of. So it's it, it's people. again buff stripper dudes, mm-hmm. and then you're getting up there dressed Tasty. as the Joker, yep. not a conventionally attractive character, nope, uh, psychopath. You're mm-hmm. wearing. Classic, quote-unquote, hilarious, classic, quote-unquote, joke, you know, uh-huh. women's underwear. Uh-huh. And you're taking your clothes off in front of women who are expecting strippers, mm-hmm. who yeah. are expecting buff dudes. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're going really into the lion's den. And I thought that everyone would think it was hilarious. Sure. I thought I'd get cheers and stuff, and I didn't. No. Nice. I can so, imagine why. <laughs> yeah, I'm in front of this girl. It's her hen's night or something. She's 
drunk. She's just getting... She's grabbing at me before I've even started taking my clothes off. Oh, so you're like... I'm being... like, I'm kind of giving her a lap dance. <laughs> and she's like grabbing my ass and this legs This is a dark story. Oh, yeah. And then I... um. It gets to the part of the song where, you know, you rip the tearaway pants off. Sure. And I've got pink women's undies with stockings on. Was... And she immediately starts booing. There's <laughs> <laughs> like loud music. But you can still hear her over the music. Just, now, was she's she so quite, angry. She's like, that's quite close to a person to start booing them. Like usually booing she's is from quite a distance. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's booing at my crotch. <laughs> Was, was it because of your, like your balls hanging out or something? Or no, no, I just was looking not that very, not that attractive. So like, you ripped off your pants, and her reaction was boo. She was like boo, boo. And she's doing the thumbs down move, <laughs> like she's signalling to her girlfriends with this oh. thumbs down move, and they're all joining in because it's her night. Frankly, I think that is a uh, maybe she was booing your your transphobic costume. Could have been. Well, I think she was transphobic because I could have been transitioning. Oh. Oh, my God, that is amazing. <laughs> I thought I was just going to be funny. I was 18, you know, I thought it would yeah. be hilarious and sure, everyone no, would I be understand. into it. I, yes. But then she's just like, she, it's ruined her night. <laughs> it really has ruined her night. She's like texting. She's like texting her like uh, husband to be or whatever, or her yeah. partner being like, "I need another night." Yeah, and then just, let's muggy. call it the wedding tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I just, need one more yeah, night exactly. because this has like, been such a disappointment. Everything aside, that that like the reaction to not liking something <laughs> to just be to boo it like instinctively. Yeah, rather than just being like, rather than just being like, ah, that's a shame. Oh. Like, just like, oh, no, no, <laughs> like just like boo. Yeah, right. It's not even like I don't like this. It is. I hate this. Do you know what's like, you were saying that like, it's kind of good for a comedian because like you went through this stuff and like now you've made like, you know, you're, you're comfortable with your body and it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, no, yeah, but I mean, just like you've, you've tanked on stage doing this really silly stuff. And so now if it comes up in your comedy, it's not as bad because mm. if you have had somebody literally booing your penis, <laughs> <laughs> like right at it, <laughs> I think you're bulletproof and then come back from it. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it a lot since then, but I do recall having some performance issues not long after. <laughs> wait, so maybe. Do, do, wait, sorry, to clear. Performance issues sexually or performance issues <laughs> like oh, going on stage to strip for other people? I imagine both oh, would be both, extremely both, Did you ever strip again? No, never did it again. And the thing is, the woman who run the place, who ran the place, she. When the music stopped and this woman and her friends are still booing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait, so there was like a record scratch or something. Yeah, there was like a rear. They are still booing to this day. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who ran the place walked up to me in character. Well, well, she's in well, front of everyone. Well, she's like El- Elvira sort She's of. like an Elvira type. Right, okay, yeah, okay. Like she's, yeah, and she kind of walks up <laughs> and she's like making, she's hamming it up to the audience like, oh, look at this idiot who's kind of ruined it. But then she leans over to me and like very much out of character says, Go and get changed. <gasps> so I just had to like walk so off. Wait, to the, you didn't to clear. You didn't clear this women's underwear gag. No, I didn't tell anyone with I, the boss. I thought you it would be funny. Yourself. Oh fuck <laughs> I me! I thought it would be funny. Oh, fuck me, that scream. Goodness. Oh man, it was bad. They never. They obviously never asked me to do it again. And uh, but uh, yeah, I think I left not long after that anyway. But man, it was um, it was low. It was a low, a low point. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, <laughs> this has been. This has been probably. It's probably my favourite story ever told on the podcast. Exactly. This is so good. I've actually never talked about it before. So thank really? you. Thanks for letting me get it off my chest. I've never <laughs> told anyone, never told any other comedian.
comedians about this. This, this I mean, are you doing a fringe show this year, Cam? I am. And maybe this could, maybe this this, this story could. Maybe I a, should uh, put this in the show. Oh, hey, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, do you want to plug where and when your fringe dates are? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Or do you want to just tell us a name and people can Google it? Yep. Um, my name is Cameron James and the show is called Sha Na 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 Na. <laughs> <laughs> I love show names. And it's at the Factory Theatre, I think late September, early October. So. Hey, and where can people yeah. find you on Twitter? At I am Cameron James. And I also have a podcast called yeah. The Blank Slate, which you can subscribe to on iTunes. Yeah, which a uh, friend of the show, Henry Stone. Henry Stone and, and uh, relative Tullis. stranger. Yeah. Yeah. So Tullis. I don't know who's from sure he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he's um, also, if you're, if you're, look, if you're already on iTunes, hmm. you're already there. It's not costing you anything. Yep. Uh, there are two things I'd like to mention. One, uh, Story Club, which you'll have heard me mention on the show before, um, is now a podcast. And we put up to a week, and it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that you've also heard us mention the podcast is Dragon Friends, which is our live D&D comedy show, uh, which is called Dragon Friends, and you can subscribe to it on iTunes. And one of them comes out every two weeks because it's considerably more work. <laughs> and the, uh, the Fun Times live shows that you could plug then are at the end of August, there's going to be a live Dragon Friends show at Giant Dwarf. Yep, featuring Andrew Hansen. And mm. Jordan Raskopoulos yep. and uh, myself, Ben, <clears throat> Dave Harmon, Alex Lee, Simon Griner. No, Alex isn't there. Forget I said that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, also, mm. we're doing a live show, uh, another Free to a Good Home, and it'll be the last one you do, Ben, before you go away. I know. So if and then are... you'll have to get me in like as a hologram. Yeah, presumably. We'll be <laughs> using uh, Tupac um, yeah. technology. Yeah. Or you'll just replace me, as you have before, with excellent results. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, please come along to that. It's uh, super exciting. We're going to farewell Ben in the best way possible. They're going to shoot me out of a cannon. Yep. I was thinking the other day... <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> so come along to that. It's also going to be at Giant Dwarf. I'm doing a friend show. Uh, we're doing Spelling Bee again, so check out all that stuff. Our Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash podcast. You can find us on Twitter at F-T-A-G-H-Pod. Mm. Our email address is contact, contact at .com. Uh Find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Cam. Thank you to Ben. Thank we'll you so much, Cam. Thanks you for having me, guys. Thanks, Hing. Next week. Bye! If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you'd like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me and escape powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.